Welcome to the all-new The Inappropriate Podcast. I'm your man, T. Fitch, and on this podcast, we're talking about things such as side pieces, Kim Kardashian, terrorism, taking a shit on a date, free speech, and eye contact during blowjobs. Buckle up. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Thanks. Yo, welcome to The Inappropriate Podcast. I'm here with two of my favorite people. On my right, I got my man Harv. What's up, what's up? And on my left, I got my girl T. Hey. <laughs> All right, so we're going to have an interesting podcast for you guys today. I hope y'all buckle up. Uh, I hope y'all ready for the ride. And um, as you can see, we did change the name recently to the Inappropriate Podcast. Actually, it's the Appropriately Inappropriate Podcast, but that's a that's another story for another day. Basically, the characters didn't fit. Yeah. <laughs> So we had to shorten the shit. Yeah. So uh, it's too yeah. long. <laughs> but so, you guys get the point. So that was just inappropriate. Basically. All right. So uh, let's get started, man. Let's get into it. I'm excited. I, I'm pretty excited. To- I'm excited to have T on, on, on the joint with us. Yeah. I'm not sure if I can be excited. I feel like I'm not generally having a conversation with you guys because you're in your phone. You're looking at your paper. So we need really? to like- Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just going to feel like so I'm talking to the dick. air. You're going to be a dick just coming yeah, out. Yeah, I'm okay. All right. She's just... So this is what's happening. I'm not. I'm not too worried about it because right, we, we we haven't got started yet. That's true. This is true. Yeah, it's okay. She's <laughs> she's new to this. Well, welcome though. Tell, Thank you. You want to tell you. the people just a little bit about yourself? No, um, no, not really. I don't really have anything about myself. I mean, you I'm can not say that anything. interesting. Anything. I'm a mother. There, there you go. go. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. So, uh, <laughs> Kim Kardashian. How do we feel about Kim Kardashian? Well, that's a kind of vague statement. I think Kim Kardashian got famous from a sex tape, and that's inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, go ahead. All right, do you you look at Kim Kardashian, when you see her, do you see her as a white woman? Actually, well, you know what? I think you should go a little more into how the conversation started. Well, no, no, no. I, I know where I'm going. Okay, all right. I don't see her as a white woman. I see her as a modified white woman because she's white. <sighs> I mean, she's white. I'm white. She's white. She's white. Yeah, but she's not like you. Right, white, right. Though. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So, no, but she made a valid point. She said, I'm white. She's white. So, you clearly identify her as white. Yes. Okay. And you clearly do not identify her as white. No, not even a little bit. All right. Now, is it because of her, I mean, genetically speaking, she's Caucasian. Okay. So but, is it because of her features that you're saying yes, she's not because white? Physically looking at her, she does not look like a typical white person or a typical white woman. Well, I'm sure I, she's wait, had modifications. Wait, yeah, let's let's clarify when you say typically looking at her in terms of But even before like the modifications, like when I first got exposed to Kim Kardashian, it wasn't like, oh, who's Ray J with you know, this this white chick. It was like, yo, who is Ray J with this bad young Joan, you know, with nice little ass and big titties? Like it was based off of her physical attributes. It wasn't really based off me just looking at her being a typical white joint. Like she's not like Miley Cyrus. You know what I'm saying? Like she's not just a run of the mill looking white woman. Clearly she looks like there's something else going on. She she has an exotic feature. Yes, very much so. Okay. But so do her sisters. They all do. Then that's my point. So that's why I never looked at them as like just a white family. You know what I mean? Like regardless on their social status or even their financial situations or any of that shit. Like, so it's okay. So based off of their 
their exotic features, yeah. that changed them from being viewed as as white to you. Correct. What what is their um nationality? I don't even remember. Armenian. Armenian. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Like, I don't, is that I don't like know. like near Greek? Yeah. Exactly. I don't know what the mom is. Like I don't know what her. I think she just white. Yeah, she, she, she <laughs> she's just what, a pretty white woman. She is, but the Armenian, like you're right, it's kind of like the Greekish. It's more like right. they have more like olive skin. Like they're more like even their complexion is not just. So I'm sure that you can find one offs in every culture that you look at that would be like, all right, well that's that's a badass Muslim bitch. She don't look right. like she'd be Muslim because exactly. she a badass Muslim bitch, or that's a badass Italian woman. She don't look like she Italian. Right. Okay. So either way, you're looking at assets and features, not at the complexion of the person. So True. you're not saying she doesn't, you're saying she physically doesn't look physically, like she's white. Physically, but even her complexion. Like, to me, she looks more like... She's my daughter's complexion and my daughter's exact, biracial. Exactly. That's my point. She looks more mixed than she does just typically white. Like, she doesn't look German. She doesn't look Irish, which genuinely has the typical run-of-the-mill Caucasian or white complexion. I'm just saying she don't look like you. She looks like you. I'm know. cuter than she is. So, Absolutely. So the reason why I'm I'm asking is because my my original thought was just I look at the influence that Kim Kardashian has on young women of all races, mm-hmm. and I was wondering, being as though she has married a black man, yeah. typically was only dating black men. Like, does that influence in the same fashion? Like, whereas if you were just like a regular... I, I'm curious to know where you see that she influences young women. I have two young daughters, 13 and 17, who have plenty of friends, and Kardashian is not a name that comes up among them. Um, That might be true, but they're... I mean, clearly... I mean, maybe, she... maybe the little white girls or something, maybe. Well, that's what I'm saying. She, she, Kylie, she influences... Because now it's Kylie Jenner. It's not Kim anymore. Now well, it's her Kim, younger Kim sister. Kim still influences young women, period. Like, uh, I, w- I wouldn't say Kim is on a level in terms of influence. Well, maybe I would. Maybe I would say Kim's actually on the same level in terms of influence as, like, a Beyonce. Like, if Kim puts something on Instagram that she think is hot, right. it's going to sell. Right. Like, it's going to sell, period. So what I'm saying is I just was wondering about the just the, the sociological, like, view of the fact that she, you know, married a black man, dates black men, so does Chloe. Right. Like, does that impact, like, the views of some young young women I, I in think, general? I think I would have to say this goes back to Harv's initial statement. It right. comes down to the way that she looks. It comes down to the way that they look. Yeah. As to, a white woman that's very right. well endowed, right. I can tell you I don't have many white, went, white men that approach me or try and take me out. They're right. mostly African-American men. Exactly. So, in some sense... That would be what I prefer because that's what I've become accustomed to. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. See, I mean, that's that's like kind of the point I'm making. It's just the, I was interested in the social construct of it. Like, you know, when you start breaking down the person, why do we see her the way we see her? And you know what? I think it's kind of like, and I guess Amber Rose kind of like coined this phrase, but or she's capitalizing off the phrase, but the bad bitch syndrome. You see what I mean? Like, I think when women or even men or those that look at her don't look at her as a typical white woman or whatever the case may be. They look at her as being a bad bitch. Like she's extremely attractive. So the fact that she's so attractive and if women watch how men respond to her, like the interest a lot of men have, excuse me, in her is basically off of just her being extremely attractive. It's that bad Mm -hmm. bitch factor that's like, yeah, like, you know what? 
Yeah, what she wears, and that, what that's, she wears dope or whatever. You and know what that's saying? what I was wondering. Like, you know, because, all right, you know, when you're on Instagram, you see plenty of women and you're just like, oh, yeah. you're from Nebraska. Like, I would have never have known. Right. Like, you, because you clearly follow those new guidelines of kind of what women that are popular ha- look like. With they the all have like, that, like, exotic type look. Right. Yeah, built, you know, got ass implants and all right. kinds of, you know. Right. Like we talked about before, you know, big ass with the skinny legs. Yeah. Like, is, you know. Which is weird, but. But, in all, you know, you're trying to sell me that you do a thousand squats a day. Yeah, no, it's not. So. Not, you got them injections. You know, that's, it just made me think about just the <laughs> impact. Like, how is that, how is, how is she influencing people just period in terms of how we see, you know, see the constructs of, of her and race? Yeah. Like, you know, did we see her as a white woman? Because, I, I mean, I do see her, see her as a white woman. Yeah. Um, but I think that's because in a way it's kind of, you know, it kind of becomes defined. I think that that's because she present, that's the way she presents herself. But that's what I mean. Like, even like, even me again, just being exposed to her initially, like it was never, she was never just like that wholesome, cute little white girl that everybody loved. And all of a sudden she just started dating all these black dudes. Like when she came out the gate, she was known for dating Ray J. Oh, I should say I got exposed. <laughs> well, I think we all got exposed. You know what I'm saying? Like to her fucking. I mean, like, clearly fucking that's how she got exposed. Right, but it wasn't like she was with Justin Timberlake first, and then all of a sudden now she fucking with Ray J, and then she going over. Oh uh, yeah, I mean Reggie I, Bush. I, like she's I always you. been about that black. In terms you know of mean? fame, she liked that chocolate. As in terms of her being famous and us knowing her for her fame, right. that would obviously be correct. Yeah, and that's what I mean. So I guess by me looking at her in that fashion and being exposed to her again or introduced to her from that. I never really looked at it as if she was kind of like changing the perspective on black and white relations. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I never seen her as like being a revolutionary. Yeah. No. Oh, now oh, Kim yeah, thinking no. black too, so everybody thinking black. I mean, too. I'm no, not no, influenced no. I don't, I don't think or talked by impression. her in any way, shape, or form. So. Right. Yeah, I don't think anyone has that impression. Yeah. No. Nah, yeah. You know. So I just thought she was a good looking chick. You know what I mean? Before, I mean, nah. You know what? Fuck it. She still look good. Yeah, I would have to say appeal, appealing to the eyes, but no content under the skin. Exactly. Like there's there's nothing there. It's hollow. Oh, of course. And things like that don't appeal to me. Like I give it no mind. So I don't know. I would not know what's going on in the media with the Kardashian clan, the whole Bruce thing. I know nothing about any of that stuff because yeah, it's, not it yeah. doesn't mean anything to me. It's like I, I can't. I it costs me no money to pay it no mind, and I like my money. So. There you go. I like your money too. I do too. Can I hold some? No. Can I hold <laughs> All right, <some> so <laughs> I give you a secret. <laughs> I was uh. Since we coming out, all right. We'll so since we're talking about Kim, yeah. um, that instantly made me think about Kanye and the fact of I don't know if there's anyone else who has taken the concept of free speech further than Kanye West. <laughs> I mean, because okay. let's be honest, George George Bush doesn't like black black people was was a whole nother level. Like, that I don't think we've ever been before. Yeah, I mean, okay. Uh, yeah, we've been there before. Don't forget, Old Dirty shut down the Grammys first. Yeah, but that's the Grammys. This is national TV during, like, a telethon for Katrina survivors. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, true. I don't even know what happened. Yeah. What happened with that? Because I don't know about Basically, that. Basically, uh, him and uh, <laughs> Mike, Myers. Mike Myers. Yeah, Mike Myers. Him and Mike Myers is on the telethon. <laughs> <laughs> Take it up for... Uh, Taking up money for uh, donations for the Katrina situation, you know, when it hit uh, New Orleans. And um, as Mike Myers, I believe he was, there was some kind of segue. And Kanye just walked up to the mic because he was next to him. He was right next to uh, Mike Myers. And then Kanye just stepped to the mic and was like, uh, yeah, 
George Bush doesn't love black people. And I think they cut it. They was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And they cut to something else. And that shit just... Mike Myers' face was so funny. Because <laughs> he just like... Yeah, what, he, like his face clearly was, what the fuck, fuck just happened? <laughs> like, um, was that a... Was that on the? Was on, that intended? That wasn't on the teleprompter, dog. Yo, but the point, but the point I'm making is, we live in a land of free speech. Yeah. But it's technically not free. It's free. It's free, but your speech comes at a cost. Yes, it does. And that's the part that you know I, I think sometimes we forget because, like, you know, like if you in the workplace, you can say what you want, but just understand you can get fired. Oh, absolutely. No, see. I believe that you can tell somebody off with a smile on your face, an appropriate tone of voice. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Mm-hmm. And if you say it, you can walk away. A person be like, okay, thank you very much. And then when you walk away, they're going to be like, wait a minute. Did she just get smart with me? Yeah, but see, that is Because Go ahead. you can tell people off without them knowing that you're telling them off. The problem is people in this day and age take free speech as the point they can oh and this ain't right uh, that's not what it is right. educate yourself and then speak about it right. because then you can speak in a tone like this where people are going to be more receptive to what you're saying right so yes you can be in a workplace and say whatever the hell you want you may not be able to use profanity and things like that but you you can you can pretty much say whatever you want and get away with it cuz it's not what you say it's how you say it and people have lost that people don't know how to say shit anymore but does it have the same impact Yes. I don't know. Absolutely. Because it's the person delivering it. I disagree. You may deliver the same exact thing that I'm delivering, but some there there someone's gonna have more receptive audience. One of us is bound to because of the delivery. Again, it's not what you're saying, it's how you say it. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. See, because he well, he mentioned did it does it have the same impact. And I'm gonna say and initially no, because what you said from the beginning is how they, they discovered that they got told off. It's an after-the-fact scenario. Yes. It's like, that's like me poisoning your country with a virus and, like, the people die from it five years later. Right. You, you understand what I mean? It's real subtle. As opposed to just strapping up a bomb. Yeah. And just, up yeah this just shit. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's two completely different. different. But we're exactly. not supposed to talk about chemtrails and conspiracy theories. Well, well we're no, not. We're, we're not. <laughs> You know, only you are. <laughs> no, but that's the point. Okay, but as an example, though, say you at work and you're talking to someone, and you're like, you know, X Y Z. I think that you were being very disrespectful, and I do appreciate you just getting away from me because there might be repercussions after this conversation. Or just saying, I'm about to go to my fucking trunk, and you know what happens after that. Now, as you say it more calmly, these persons again is going to have to think about it for a moment, okay. kind of internalize it. When I say like, yo. I'm about to just go to my fucking trunk and I'm about to light this shit up. Right, but number two is going to cause you your I, job instead of the person that's harassing you. But that's so not the what's point. more beneficial my for you? My thing is I want them to know right now you need to get away from me before I fuck you up. Yo, and I'm not even talking on some violent shit. I'm just saying I'm sorry. even <laughs> even even if it's even if it's you know something that you, you don't know like that you're policy. not supposed to discuss. Right. You don't like a new right. policy. It you don't anything. think it's effective. Yeah. It could be anything. It, the point <laughs> is is kind of like um. Is is semantic gymnastics at work? Okay, you know it's like you got to make sure you're saying the right word, how you're saying it is correct. You know whether you have the correct meaning, whether you, you know, you got to check your tone, right. check your face, make sure you know yeah, you. You yeah. know it's yeah, so it's, it's so hard many, for the person giving the delivery, but it right it right, works and that's better. why people yeah. who are able to 
deliver things a certain way go far, generally speaking. Because right. if, if you're the kind of person where when you deliver a message, people are generally receptive, then that's always going to be a benefit for you. Absolutely. You know, but it could be anything as simple as like, yo, I think Donald Trump's an asshole. Yeah. You know, plenty of people are going to agree, but it only takes one person that didn't agree to I make it a Donald big deal. I think Donald Trump is very rich and very uneducated, but I think his unorthodox methods actually bring light to serious issues where they wouldn't have been brought to light without him. That's a whole nother discussion. It is. It's true. Yeah, yeah. We're, but I we're, would never want him as our president. Bernie Sanders. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. It's fine. Hey, if I converted Yo, just two more people from this podcast, nah, I'm happy as shit. You. Like, you know what? I, I kind of want to go there, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 keep it moving. We'll we'll see if we want to get dab into politics in a minute. But free speech. You don't uh, you don't agree or concur with the fact that it's not what you say, it's how you say it. A delivery method. Like I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I have to I totally understand where you're coming from. Kanye gets his slack because he's just a dick. He don't know how to say shit. He has no tact. None. But the, Zero. When no he's cooth. in a situation where he doesn't actually... Let's use a good word. He doesn't, like he doesn't have to. Well, that's not true. I won't say that. See, because he wants the respect of certain people, but because he's delivering his message in certain ways, you're never going to gain that respect. That's but I don't right. think he... I really don't think he does. I don't know why oh, we spend all this time talking about people yeah. that we shouldn't be he, giving so much light to in the first place. Uh, well, you know, it's an interesting dynamic. You know, well, believe so it or not... Yeah, I was going to say... <laughs> I, f- I feel like we create our own environments that we live in in this world. Like, here here we are. We have a, we have a, You have a podcast going right. where you could actually discuss things that could make a beneficial change in someone's perspective. Opinions. Mm-hmm. Opinions help with perspectives and perspectives run this world. Because your perspective and my perspective aren't alike, but somewhere they might be able to meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. Now, we're talking about Kanye's and Kim Kardashian's. We have people out here, as you said, that may be looking up to these people. I wouldn't know because right. me and my family aren't one of those people. Right. However, to me, that creates a cyclical problem. We're talking about what we don't want to see our youth grow up and do, but yet this is what we constantly subject them to. So... Let's spend our money on the lip injections and the pocketbooks and the name brands and the hype about Kanye West and Kim Kardashian or whoever else is now hype in the media and not direct that focus, attention and energy toward the real issues and problems at hand. And it goes and we're just passing that on to the children. I I just think it's. Well, I will say this, though. We're I, creating I do, the problem. I do think that Kanye, his character, or even the, whatever he portrays, I think it does have some substance to it. It may not be the most positive, just as much as we name drop Donald Trump. I mean, again, it doesn't have it doesn't have to be, like, not everyone's going to be Dr. King. But what Kanye represents does present something interesting. Because, number one, originally, a lot of his a lot of his material did have a lot of substance to it. Yeah, his music has some substance. I can agree with that. As of late, he has definitely gone off the rails, and a lot of shit is just really ridiculous. But I think the fact that he is a character that does, number one, present these topics. You know, and he did marry into a ridiculous family, and I don't want to disrespect them as a whole, but he did, it's it's like a duality to him. And I think that's interesting because there is such yeah, a he, he's like a doctor. A he's a doctor, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Yeah, there's yeah. a genius within some of that. Well, then he has mental issues, and maybe they should be assisted. But yeah, of course. But let's say there's a lot of kids out there that has an uh, inner Kanye. Maybe really just accepting well, that and explaining exactly who. When he I is, think of Kanye, I think 
I think how much he speaks about his mother and how disappointed that woman probably is in his behaviors because his behavior is irrational. Mm -hmm. It's unethical. And he's just out there. As a mother, if my child acted like that, as a role model toward other people, mm -hmm. I would be highly disappointed. So sadly, I don't like to talk about deceased people, rest but, in peace, but she is somewhere very disappointed in his behavior. And it might be the fact that he has a duality going right. on with him, different personalities. But again, someone close to him needs to say, let's get this mentally looked at because we need to figure out why this happens. Because right. it's not healthy. Well, you know, I, I don't disagree with you. I, I agree with your stance and I think a lot of people share your stance. Um, but you also have to understand that the reality is that it's two sides of the coin either way, you know, you're going to have people who are more family structured, more family oriented and Kanye is not going to necessarily get into that family structure and change anybody. But then you have some people out here who are lost and you know, who Kanye talks to and they relate and they do tend to see things in the same fashion. Now that's whether it's good or bad, that's neither here nor there. That's not for me to judge. But the, you know, I think the point of us having a discussion about these people is simple, and that just simply comes down to influence. Can I just say one last thing? I think a lot of times it's just it's entertainment. Like it's all entertainment. Yeah. Like, okay, we talked about his family structure. We have no idea what his family structure is really like. He has two children, he has a wife. I mean, you don't we have no idea how he is as a father or even as a husband. We know him as an entertainer. We know him as a rapper. We know him as a loudmouth that says whatever he wants. And obviously, sometimes there's repercussions. But really, he's never been hurt by the things that he said. He's still making millions. He's still selling out concerts. He's still selling albums. The thing is, it's just we can, always, we can always judge him as a character. And it has nothing to do with who he is as a real person. Yeah, I mean, he's an entertainment. You know, you got to let entertainers be who they are. That's kind of, their shtick is part of what makes them popular. Right. So I totally get that. But we're going to change the subject to something a little bit more serious. Um, so this week, we had the bombing in Brussels. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, CNN's coverage was like super extensive. Uh, at my job, that's all they play is CNN. Mm -hmm. So... Even if I didn't want to find out more, it was like no choice. Right. It was just kind of being fed to you. Um, I'm not going to really... My point of bringing this up is not really a discussion about the actual uh, bombing. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, for those who lost their lives, rest in peace. And, you know, I definitely pray for their families. But I just wanted to discuss the thought of terrorism. Like, how does terrorism affect us currently? Mm-hmm. Um, for a lot of people, for example, I was having a discussion with my mom the other day and she said, I got to go to the doctors and the doctors in center city. And I'm not too excited about taking the train. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, why, why, why don't you want to take the train? Like yeah, that's normally you would love to take the train. It's better than driving to center city. She somebody gonna blow up the train. Yeah. She's like, well, you know, lately they've been talking about, you know, the possibility of of something happening on the train. <laughs> and I'm just thinking to myself, like, man, you know, this, the way that we. It's the greatest form of control. Yeah. It's like, it's like a wildfire. Yeah. Like, and then in, in, in the, in the media is just fanning it, fanning it, fanning yeah. it. Like everyone, we need to be afraid. Yeah. Cause fear, fear controls people. The first thing that you learn um, in therapy is about fear. 
Huh? Oh, go ahead. The first thing you learn in therapy is about fear. Fear, once you release the fear, then it releases its control on you. No. <laughs> so, again, it's it's about fear. And then putting it all over the media is to place that fear into the public. Because once you have fear instilled in you, you're controlled. Think about 9-11. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, but I do find that there is a different view on, on terror. Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, I personally... I don't really have too many fears when it comes to like terrorism or like international, um, just like, in, like traveling internationally. Like I would never say I'm not going there because I'm worried about the terrorists. Yeah, no. I but I don't fly. That's why I yeah. wouldn't go there. But I, I want to go some many places. Yeah, I don't know I mean, how I'm get there yet. Yeah, like I would, <laughs> I, I, I would love to go to Rome. Like I'm not worried about going wait, to Rome. Wait, wait, why, why don't you fly? I am. I don't know. Like I have severe anxiety. Airports give me like I don't know. I drove to and from Texas. I'd rather drive. Yeah, you trip. You said airport. I'm tripping, but it's fun. It creates a better trip. It's too long. Wait, so wait, did you say airports or is it just flying? Just flying in general. I don't know if it's the height. I think mostly probably it's the no control, but I don't. The no control aspect. Yeah, I feel like that Alanis Morissette song, you know, I waited his whole damn life to take that flight. And as the plane crashed down, he thought, well, isn't that nice? So until I have a genuine need or reason to fly, I will never fly. So let me ask you. I will get to Ireland without flying, though. We'll figure it out. Wait a minute. (laughs) So wait, do you feel the same way about trains and boats as well? No, I'm fine on but you don't have any control on a train or a boat as well. That's what I said. I don't really know what it is. Maybe it's and then but the I, best part I, I the best part of, of this shit is I want to go skydiving. So I'm thinking I have to get in a plane to go skydiving. That should make right? no sense. But I've figured it out. The skydiving plane this is, is why like she's this on the freaking yeah, big. Absolutely. It's like this big, right? A skydiving plane. Okay. Those planes you expect me to get on carrying 250 people, I believe, and I could be wrong, but I'm full of useless facts, that it is safer for me to travel and drive my car to Texas than it is for me to get in a plane and fly. I, I think statistically speaking, not, but- I think that if you Google this shit, I'm right. So well, we're we're not going to Google it. So wait, we should. You, somebody Google this shit. So, Go ahead. Google <laughs> so you don't have? Do you have a fear of heights as well? Yeah, there are some bridges that I go over. Uh, I've actually been pulled over doing eighty-five miles an hour over a bridge. Okay, so it's because I just wanted to the combination get of the, the height, the flying, it. and then also yeah. the no control aspect. So you have a fear of heights and flying. Yeah, I have a fear of heights. Okay, heights all right. Mostly. Yo, the irony of you disclosing this information, especially in the fashion that you did, you made some very valid points earlier, but now they're kind of shitty. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> oh, because it's like, you know, if someone was listening to the podcast, it was like, yo, she's so, you know, she's deep. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, I, I like her. But she's I'm not flying? But then it was like, but wait, you want to skydive, but you're afraid of flying. Yes. But- because I'm, I'm, thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking that the skydiving is going to cure my fear of heights so I can actually get on a, like, you know, commercial plane and fly so, somewhere. Yo, so, you so, are, so your concern is the plane going down, but yet I don't, I you're going to jump out of a plane? Ne- it's like a bus. It's like five buses in the air. I don't know. It's like Five buses in the air? I don't know. It's like a bus in the air. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much, guys. It's too much. And we're talking about, look, I'm having it's anxiety. It's a flying train. I can't take I'm having anxiety. Just the rails. About that. Just even this conversation is just too much. <laughs> too much. Just too much. That's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Yo. That's Where's hilarious. Where's my anxiety? No, just Holy shit. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Oh, uh, all right. I walked into an airport and had to give my ticket to somebody. And You're like Rayman. 
like when he yeah. just like beat yes. his head. He's like, yes, like, hot water burn baby. Yeah, I don't want to fight. Hot water burn baby. No, no. Twenty minutes to Whopper. Right. She's just quoting all no, these ridiculous no. like airport stats. It's like wait, five minutes to Whopper. Yeah, Quantas, Yo. Never, Quantas, See? Never, Quantas never crashed. Yeah. Quantas like, isn't at this airport. This is ridiculous. <laughs> no, that shit is funny. Um. All right, so well, now that we got on some funny shit, um, <laughs> hilarious. I was listening to a podcast where someone mentioned, uh, I, I guess this is like a negative moment. Well, I would take it negatively, I guess, if it ever happened to me. So imagine you're on a date, maybe not the first date, but maybe like the second, and uh, you know, you feel your stomach start bubbling. Mm-hmm. And you got to take a shit. <laughs> Have you ever taken a shit during a date? No. Yes. And I, and I, <laughs> I have I have not. So I'm going to defer to uh, Miss T <laughs> over there, oh, Mrs. T. And uh, I, I need you to elaborate. Let's, let's, let's get it in. Wait, wait. Before you get too deep, was this like, was this a boyfriend? Or was this actually someone you were dating? It was actually I had we had been dating I guess for a couple months. Okay, all right. So but we never some, really so you went had some out. level of familiarity. Yeah, right. there was a rapport, we, yeah right. we were very familiar with each other, but right. we never actually went out anywhere. Okay. Um, this is the first wait. wait this is the wait, first time y'all going out. Time out. Yeah, this is you our never first went out. time that, going she's out. She was basically like that was Netflix and chip. That was just yeah, yeah it was Netflix and chip. Yeah, it was just it was just the jump off, you know. Oh, well, we gonna we gonna get into that too. Oh shit! I'm so glad you brought that up. But. Needless to say, right. yeah, it was our um, first time going out to eat. Out the, out the house, right? Um, I have like very bad anxiety issues. Really? Uh huh. And I, un- I until recently, it didn't matter <laughs> what I ate. I would just shit it right shit. out. Like diarrhea every day, all day, twenty four seven. My oh, whole life was wait, diarrhea. Wait, wait. This, this so, does not sound good. It's not good. So we go out to eat. Jesus Why did it have to be shit. Chinese? It had to be Chinese. Wait a minute. So wait, 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 If you know that you just gonna shit it out automatically, why would you get Chinese? Well, well, I, I, don't, I, I, don't think it, I don't think it, it matters. matters. Like you have right. to eat to live, right? Yeah, but it's well, not. Well, I recently found out that I have a severe gluten allergy, so okay. all of this has been rectified. Okay. So this is like five years old, but nonetheless, it's right. you know. That's like the person, Mexican, all right, though, but like, so, it, but if that's the case, then the person probably was already knowledgeable that. It's likely no, the, be no, shit. because see, you, again, we were, were like, you know, we would hang out and stuff, but right. it wasn't like, you know, even if you spent the night like, oh, I'm going to go freshen up, you know, right. you ain't got an arm in the bathroom blowing it up for 20 minutes because right. I'm coming out looking sexy. Right. Like, you think I'm in there doing, getting sexy. She lost 45 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, did I lose it? Um, Yo, yeah, no, crazy. it was able to be under the wraps until this moment. Yeah. So Oh, we, so even, even, so even at the restaurant, the person didn't know. Well, Yes, they had to know by the end because we went out to dinner. We were sitting. We had a very <laughs> enjoyable meal while we were drinking our sake, and I got very hot. And I was like, "Oh shit, that's not the sake!" <laughs> and while he was sitting alone at the table for twenty five minutes, I'm sure he knew what I was doing. Oh man, damn! Do oh, wait. I got a question. Did y'all talk about it afterwards? Yes. And then, he, then we went back to my house, and he was in my bathroom for twenty five minutes. So we're oh, yeah. all good, you know. Oh, yeah, Everyone's yeah. got to do a deuce. Oh, yeah, Everyone's got to do a deuce. And the way that I see it is, um, you have to love my ugly in the beginning. Because <laughs> if you don't love my ugly in the beginning, you can't love my beautiful. Absolutely. Well, once you open up the door for the deucing, it's like, well, shit. If you shit, 
shit, I'm going shit too. Yeah, there you go. Shit but it was, it was, it was a very. Hey, I must say, I'm still with the guy. It's Jay. Oh, that is pretty freaking awesome. But yeah, it was hysterical the whole ride home. You know. Yeah. well, that that is interesting. I mean, see, because now, all right, my dynamics is a little bit different. The shit that I'm thinking about is like, cause I'm just totally uncomfortable shitting at a restaurant. Like you, you, you feel me? Like, yeah. you're, cause normally everyone that comes in is going to probably be like an in and out, yeah. you know, yeah. but, you know, and if you ain't like, you ain't got no choice. Is, you ain't got yeah. no choice. It is always weird when you go into the restroom and you, you know, you urinate or whatever, and then you wash your hands. You see the one dude that's just yeah. Like if you are that guy, you do feel uncomfortable because yeah. it's like man. And then it's it's like I feel like everyone's gonna have the spotlight <laughs> on me when I walk out. Right, like yes, that yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, that was in there, and they shitting. He was in there blowing that shit up. Well, I have to. I have to say, I have a bathroom phobia, and because of that, my we just totally didn't go out to eat for the longest time. Yeah. Because no matter when I left the house, it's just what it was. And I'm Yo, like, like, we couldn't, it, that's, if that's I like ate, we thing. would be stuck yeah. at the restaurant for another like 20, 30 minutes. Because it was instantaneous. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I'm sorry that we're talking about this in the podcast. It's pretty disgusting. But anyway. No, but that's. that's it's life. Yeah, you know. You know listen, but if this life happens, can be shitty from time to time. I just want anyone listening to know, like, if this has ever happened to you, real. there's probably a reason why it's happening. Because it took me way too long to figure out the reason for See, myself. See, we, we had you on the podcast because we knew you knew a lot of shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Literally. That's awesome. Yo, so, but you had mentioned, you know, y'all had did a lot of Netflix and chilling. Yeah. All right, so what's your take on uh, being a side piece? Mm. What are are the benefits to being a side piece? Well, I'm very grown in my life, and I can say there was a point in time where I was like, that's it. It's Netflix and chill. I don't want a boyfriend. I have kids. I don't want my kids to meet anybody. Like, I'm cool to chill. Do what you got to do. I do what I got to do, but... I don't want anything like that. So I think there are benefits to it. There's a lot of benefits to it. I think there's benefits to being a side piece. But in my perspective, I think that because I have I have played all sides of this fence. I have been the side piece. I have had a side piece. I've been cheated on. I've cheated. Like So I've seen all perspectives of it. Um I don't think that we should talk about benefits, man. We should be talking about the negative aspects because in the end, somebody's always getting hurt in this situation. Oh, uh, if you play in the gray. If you play in the gray, yes, someone will always get hurt. Well, you're supposed to play a gray. No. No, no. You got to play decide, straight. Decide. All right, oh, listen. Like see, I think you're, you're, you're looking at it in terms of two people. See, you're looking at it in terms of a relationship. No. I'm not looking at Wait, it in I'm terms a, of two people, and that's why I said it, in the I'm, end, well, somebody I'm a, always well, gets hurt. Not necessarily. Well, listen, someone may always get hurt, but that person might not have been of your concern. Okay. If you are that's the true. side person, that means that you are the side that's probably in the clear. Right. Right? Is that we do have that no. assumption, right? Meaning <clears throat> that you are probably the single person. So I had a, a ideally speaking. I was with someone for a very long time. Their their life goal was just to cheat on me at every possible chance and opportunity. Like <laughs> seriously, that's just what they did. Now they never they made it clear to me I'm never gonna leave you, but I'm just gonna have sex with whoever I want when I want because you know that's what men do. So you had an open anyway, relationship. No, we did not have an open relationship because see, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to talk to anybody. There were no male friends in my life. Y'all are not so allowed to. So you had to an open here. and shut relationship. Pretty much. Like right. you're open, I'm so closed. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> From that perspective, me, as the person that was being cheated on, this was my rule of thumb. Bitch, if you know about me, 
I'm going to fuck you up because you have disrespected me and my family. But if you don't know about me, I have to forgive you because that means you got played just like I did. So from my perspective, when I was the side, John, we had this rule. And this rule was, we're cool. I don't need to know nothing. But once you start lying to that person, manipulating that person and or that person finds out like myself found out there was an actual steady constant on the other side. It was done for me because I've been in that position and I feel as though once I know that there is somebody there, I'm in the wrong. I don't ever want to be in the wrong. Okay, so, well, this isn't this isn't a question of whether you want to be a side joint. Or a side piece. No, it's whether you are, you but, are, but or if what you, the perspectives but no, no, and no, benefits but, are. But if you are, you have to understand your role. See, because like you, you kind of like that sounds well, like you, you know, like you kind of went a little outside the rules. Definitely. I went outside the rules. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, not knowing that there was a constant. There's no. I mean, let me let me get on this real quick. <laughs> there's rules to this shit. Okay, there's rules to this shit, and everybody has a job. Okay. If you're the side John and you know that you're the side John, then your job is just to do your job. You know what? What, what about those side. who don't know that they're the side John? Doesn't matter. Nobody cares about them. The point is, when you decide John, that means you are yeah, aware. Because why do men know. have side Johns? Listen, we're not talking about men and women. We're talking about just why period. do women have side Johns? I would like, most mostly in. But the point is, what I'm saying is, men. if you if you decide peace side John whatever, you know that there's someone else. Right. So by you knowing that, you got to do your fucking job and not worry about what's you going on the, here. The side person is the person that, ha- that when they sign up, gets the full document of truth going in. Oh, okay. See, I never had that. So then... Like, you see... I, like, I was never a side John then. No, no. You, I was a manipulated side bitch. No, you was... You was you was you was on the side, but you didn't know that you had signed up for this role. Yeah, that, there you go. Yeah, That's what yeah. it was. You was a yep. you, you was a you was like an intern. <laughs> yeah, I was. You like, wasn't getting paid yet. I I remember in dealing with someone. I remember in dealing with someone in this capacity, though, telling this person like, okay, this is black and white. So I get what you're saying. This right. is black and white. Right. Don't call me in the morning. Don't text me in the morning. Like. I don't want to hear the private, like, don't try and get me attached to you if that's what this is, because right. that's just stupid. Right. We just yeah, fuck so, Right. That's it. We just fuck with you. That's what it is. Might hang but out once in a while. What I mean by there's no benefit is in every situation and circumstance from all angles that I've been in and played, whether knowingly or unknowingly, right. someone <clears throat> has formulated an attachment. Whether it's the male party or the female party or the side party. Understandable. There's always some time of attachment that's going to be built because whether or not we want to admit it, sex is very intimate. And even if you're not sharing personal aspects about your life and you're coming, you're hitting and you're going, you're you're still releasing a part of you there. Like a part of your soul is being left there behind. Mm -hmm. So there is attachments that are built. And I think that the rule of thumb for anyone who wants a side bitch, it should be no more than two times. Because after that, you 
after that, you're in for trouble. No, but two times, that's not enough. Twice. No, that's not enough. Right, then wait, you're building wait, wait, an wait, attachment wait, wait, if wait, you wait. need it more than twice. But that's but that's the point. Like, that's your job. Then you need to leave your bitch and be with that bitch. No, listen, home is home. No. Okay? No, you this, don't this want a, home if you got a side bitch. What you mean? It's a part-time job. You wait, don't wait, want wait, home. Wait, 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 you wait, wait, can't wait, have wait. a girlfriend and a wife on the side. Wait. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Clearly, you can because it's been done. It's bullshit. I'm sticking up for all the wives on the side. And that's perfectly fine. So, with that being said, you should be, instead of adding input, you should probably be like, all right, let me try to understand this dynamic and how it works. Exactly. So, that way we can be more resourceful on making sure it doesn't happen in the future. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. See, because you got to understand. It's like, it's like you have to first, in order to solve the problem, you have to understand the problem. Well, to understand the problem, I, I'm... Fully understanding that a person cheats because of a lack or loss of something. No, not true. No, not it's a lot of times it's for pure convenience. What? No, it, it, it's not even that deep. Like okay, what? Because you want to fuck, and she's gonna let you fuck is why you fuck. Yeah, it's really cut and dry. It doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that my wife isn't treating me like a king at home. It doesn't mean she's not doing all the freaky shit that I want her to do. It just means that. I want to fuck her, and she's going to let me fuck her, so I'm going to fuck so her. So, do we feel as though this should be something that's accepted within society, or within ourselves as men and women? Like, do you feel as though that, that would... Well, do you no, 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 wait, 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 wait. That now comes down to a different question. That's a that's, different question. That comes down to your take on monogamy, and that was like four podcasts ago. It, you should have uh, been here. It also goes on just what you want out of your life personally. Like, as an example. But do you think that would be acceptable for you to just smash whatever with your wife at home and she has to be accepting of that? It's not something that I would prefer, no. But it, it just might could happen. But it so could then all happen. those Anything years. Anything can happen. So wait a minute. Anything can happen. So bring me to an understanding because I've went through lots of therapy okay. for this. So all those years my ex said to me, I'm coming home to you. I love you. I'm right. never going to leave you. I don't want to be with anybody else. Right. But I'm going to fuck other women and all men will do it. Right. So you're saying he was he was truthful about that? Absolutely. Well, no, I don't. He wasn't truthful with all men. Uh, um, in my, in your I opinion, worked, that's fine. I worked in very professional banking environments, oh, and shit. I met Jesus. men that I would have never thought. I mean, married to women for thirty year marriages. Yeah. I would have never thought. Mm-hmm. And it it just blows my mind. I think I probably know what, five what, what, faithful men in my life, and they are all way, 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 way older. I disagree. I think. Okay, it comes down to what you want out of your relationship. Now, if, if there's a man that you're dating and he told you from the rip, I'm going to be fucking other people, but I don't want you fucking other people. You have the conscious decision to say either I'm going to stay or I'm going to go. Right. Now, if you choose to accept that, then you have to accept all that comes with it and you can't bitch about it. Because if you don't really like it, then that means you should make a change to that situation. So you can't put the blame on nobody else but yourself if you accepted those terms and conditions. Right. Now, I, I don't feel as though a lot of men go into it open or women. We'll take it from both perspectives. Yeah. Go into it open and honestly like that. Like, yeah. these are the terms and conditions. Let me, let, me, let me give you a quick example. I was talking to a friend of mine who had a girlfriend and he was dipping on the side. Right? My thing is, if that's what you're going to do, then rock out. Enjoy yourself. Okay? But you can't walk around with all this concern about how everyone else is going to feel doing the situation. My main thing, and this is the analogy that I use, you can't be a thief with a conscience. Okay, you can't do you can't do crime and do dirt and then also constantly worry about if you're going to get caught or if the situation is right or wrong. Because if you feel like it's wrong, then guess what? You need to change your actions and do something different. 
But once you decide this is what you want to do, then your only job is is to do your job as well as you can yep, and enjoy it and then be out. But you can't play both sides of the fence. Well, I guess that's part of the conflict is most of the times when there is a constant and then a side piece, there is no conscious that's involved in that because there's attachments oh, on both sides. No, no, there's a conscience. There's always conscience. The, per- the person has made the decision that this is more important at the time right. than that. Exactly. That's crazy. This is what you want. It's just as much as... It's, it's no different than like you walking... All right, like you like candy. You walk down the aisle in the store. You know you're not supposed to have candy. But you're like, you know what? Just this one time. One piece ain't going to hurt. Yeah, one piece ain't going to hurt. One so, piece ain't going to hurt. <clears throat> then that's not a side piece. That's just an indiscretion well, that no, we're talking happened. About, we're, no, what we were just talking about was just the mindset of being able to do that. Right. It's now, just, now I feel as though the mindset in being able to do that means that you don't have a consciousness because you are not concerned. That's, that's no. your opinion. You're not concerned that, about your, the other parties involved in what that's could your opinion possibly. And you're also a woman. That's your. Opinion. It's different. Men and women are different. We think different. I know women who cheat on their men. Who oh are yeah, good men. Exactly. So and again, it's so it's that's a what mindset. I mean. so even if she does, does that mean that she loves the comfort that her husband provides? Any less. It just means that she wants something more. In most people that I've met and I've corresponded with that mm-hmm. have cheated or have carried on for a lengthy period of time with another person outside mm-hmm. of their relationship, it has been strictly to fulfill a need. Okay. Either I'm not getting sex at home and I'm using this as that outlet. Okay. My partner and I, you know, we have great sex that we don't communicate that well. And this is just like that verbal connection that I can have, right. you know, which to me, I still feel that can be considered cheating as well it is cheating. without having physical contact. You giving a part of yourself emotionally to somebody else could still in some grounds be considered cheating. But I think I think one of the things that we're kind of losing from the entire situation is it's always a choice. It's a choice. And. Unfortunately, there's a, a lot of selfishness in it. Like, it's not, okay, let's just say you're a woman, a housewife, whatever the case may be, and your husband's not doing the things that you want him to do. So you decide you're going to go outside your relationship to get that. Well, that's selfishness. Because that's just you being selfish. Because, isn't that what happens honestly, if you, accept, if you accept your what husband you for all that he is, too? right, but if you accept your husband for all that he is, then you got to accept him for all his shortcomings and what he can't do. I think what well, most... I think the con- wait, I think the conversation is being confused also because... The conversation is about being the side piece and the benefits of and, it. Yeah, and oh, not, so it's not thinking it's not, of it from wait, the wait, side wait. piece's perspective. Right, right. Because like, yeah, I mean, are they it's, happy it's not a debate whether it's cheating? Minutes of your time. Wait, wait, wait. See, wait. It's not a debate on whether it's cheating. Right. Like no one's having that debate. That that part is clear and cut. It's obvious that someone is cheating for it to be a side piece scenario. Right. Right. Okay. So now that that's a given. What what we're saying is there are benefits to being that person, especially if you are in a position where you didn't want to get into something that deep. You just want to enjoy the time, whether you're a woman or a guy, maybe you just want to hang out from time to time with this person. You just want some candy. But in which case, you shouldn't be a side piece. You can find that from someone who isn't in a relationship with some somebody else. So candy. there is no, no, no benefit no. as well, a side well, piece. Actually, because that's, that's if actually, as a side piece, I know that Harv is in a relationship and he and I, we have an agreement, we have an understanding, hey, we're just going to do this every once in a while, right. fulfill our side animalistic needs, right. like, yeah. Nasty. You right? said something like, earlier. Wait, wait, No, you said something earlier that proves the point of the side piece. Like you said, everyone will get 
hurt. And no, that's no, the no, point no, I'm no, making. I, like, I wasn't going to say hurt. I wasn't going to say hurt. Attached. Everyone gets attached. Now, the point of the side piece is because they don't have to worry about the certain level of attachment because you do have a person on, that you have to deal with. Right. But then you, as the person committing the act, might not be getting attached with the side piece, but that side piece is getting attached to not you. Not all the time. That's but, where that's where it goes wrong. And that's when you got to know, know your the roles. Yeah, you, you got to know, know your role. You got to know your role as so, the side piece. Now, if you allow yourself to get attached, being a side piece, then that's on you. Yes. And you, you got to be a big girl and never, walk away. You should never have been playing the side piece game. Exactly. Or what happens Because you when, weren't built for or it. Or what you happens when you, one. as it's the perpetrator like or hustling. the person committing the act, what happens when you get attached? <laughs> Wait, what you You're saying, saying you're, it's like hustling. You ain't going to get attached. It is like hustling. It's just like hustling. It's just like hustling. It's either you know it's going to end one or two ways. Dead or in jail. And you have to commit. in order. If you're going to be good at it, you have to commit. And if you ain't built for them streets, then you get off the corner. Yeah, oh, shit, it's, I'm it's glad real I don't simple. Stand on the corner, exactly. But now that's what I mean. But if you want to be a side piece and you've accepted this role, then you have got, to commit. Right, you got to be you, a big you, boy, a big you girl. Gotta, you know that. You role. know, after eight o'clock, you don't text. Don't text shit. You know, if you if you want to know something, got to wait till they text you the next morning. Mm-hmm. If they text you, if they don't, you just got to sit on it. Exactly. That's it. It ain't no. It's a one. You don't like, call me just randomly. Hey, I was just thinking about you. Yeah, That's ain't no none you. of that. Oh, it's mm-hmm. like uh, it's like being a CIA agent. You wait for the call. You get the call. You go in and you do work. Yeah, you. Like, That's you, exactly how it works. It's you. You black ops. You black ops. And there, there are like numbers of men and women that are standing up for this. Like, yes, I'm. I'm. I want to do this. Uh, of course, definitely. That's definitely how it goes. This because you know why. As a all right, like I'm just gonna speak from a man's point of view. As a man's point of view, you get all the benefits. Think about it. Like yeah, you most men, most men, no, no, it's not even a, it's not a having a cake because the side, the side person, cake and ice cream. The side <laughs> person isn't cream. the person cheating. Right. They're the, they're the person that the person cheating is cheating with. The so what, the, what I'm saying is they're getting they're all cheating the, on themselves. They're getting they're all gonna, the benefits. Moments of pleasure leads to years of conscious heart ladies please please protect yourselves stop Go that that's not true y'all it is Yo, true okay i'm gonna put it in perspective <laughs> keep doing if, what you're doing. if you have a, a a man and a woman that's married the woman decides to step out right the guy she steps out with she doesn't have much time so therefore the time is going to be spent primarily having sex more than likely right win for the guy right, right? okay there's not much he can do to get on her nerves because they're not around each other but so much. This is Win true. for the guy. Yeah. Right? Birthdays come around, holidays. You can't really give her nothing she could take home. Win for the guy. Right. You never thought about it like this, Time huh? pieces up like three to O right now. Like, there's no real drawback except for if you catch feelings or get or caught. Get, right. Those yes. are the two, but that's the, the, the hustling. Dead or jail. The hustling, though. That's, that's the hustling. That's the exactly. Hustling. That's the so hustling. you have, you as a side piece, you make the decision on whether you can handle it. Most, look, if you probably, I, I'm going to take it as from my circumstance, I've been in, in that role before. You kind of size the situation up and you make a decision. You know, because sometimes you might know the guy, sometimes you might not. Yeah. So you don't know what you're getting into, but you you make your decision based on the person, on the woman. Right. That that person has to be thorough. Right. If they not thorough, then you fucking it up from the beginning. Or, done. I'll say this, another thing that you have to be mindful of is 
that person now catching feelings for you. Right. Because as a side piece, you could be just doing your thing and not even worrying about what's going on. But then you start to notice certain traits and certain features. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah, things you change. You attach. You're Yo. staying a little bit longer yeah, like, than yeah, you should like, be. Yeah, you trying yeah. to stay over. Is you trying day? to... I, look, you you getting your hair done for these these, these, yeah. these occasions? Like, wait a minute now. You got whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you ain't wearing makeup before? Exactly. So and when you start realizing that, you're like, all right, the block's getting hot. Yeah, you got to fall I back. I got to roll. Yeah. I got to dip off. You know what? This ain't going to work. But how many how many times has one or the I mean I can say I've been the party who's been the honest one that says hey look just gotta yeah we either need to decide to go here or we need to stop so the question is how many people do you think are actually honest within themselves that they can recognize their own feelings and make that conscious and right decision it, it, it's it's a it's a difficult situation but I'll say personally as being at one point the side piece you know when I recognize that. This is like a side piece meeting. It is. Oh, you're a side piece too? No, I mean, I was at one point. Obviously, not now. Yeah, I mean, I'm not either. <laughs> not now, but I have been. But honestly, I got caught. I didn't mean to use y'all I'm, like that. I'm but a it was side, fine. It was, it was fine. fine. It was fine. I was a side piece, and I acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah, I was a side piece for coleslaw and all that. You know what I mean? I had the soda. But the point was, mm-hmm. when, we, when it came down to it, and, you know, when I got somewhat busted, you know, I had to realize, like, you know what? I was wrong. You know what? Because I didn't know you. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, I knew he, you know, he wasn't really about that life as far as trying to take it to the next level. You know, he just let me know. He let me know that he knew. And I was like, all right, I understand. And then we kept it moving. And there was no more, you know. Yeah, because inevitably, yes, the the person who's getting cheated on can be upset at the side the side piece. But the real problem is with your your your, your spouse. Right. It still goes back to what I said. He going he he or she should get it either way. But as the person that is having the act committed on them, if that other person knows about you, then they deserve to have their ass. Well, you know what's so funny about but that? But if though? they don't, then you have to be able to forgive them because they were just manipulated like you were. But the funny part about that that scenario that you just presented is the fact that a lot of times it happens just that way. Like the person finds out and they're mad at the side piece. They're not mad at their husband and wife. Oh, no. They may be disappointed. And that's, that's the but problem. But they never leave. Right. So, that's the problem. Honestly, which is the funniest shit. It's because, almost accepting it. Right. So what you need to do is if you're not going to divorce this person, if you're not going to leave this person, you need to shut the fuck up and just play your role. Because there's no point of getting mad at the side piece. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. I mean, it's like, getting mad. it's like getting mad at Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> you never know. That could have kept us out of Monica some additional Lewinsky. wars. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Could have been some additional spending that you know maybe we saved on. And Hillary didn't leave Bill. Clint, well, obviously. So shut the fuck up. Well, what are you even complaining about? Bill just you say thank you. Job. You know what I mean? Thank you for helping out. Appreciate your service, and you keep it moving. Don't get mad at her. You know what I'm saying? So all right, I'm, I I just brought up Bill and Monica. <laughs> um, had me thinking earlier this week based off of another podcast I listened to. This a little little freaky. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, what's your take on eye contact during blowjobs? Uh, I don't I, give blowjobs. I'm just saying. I don't <laughs> give blowjobs either. Um, but as one well, which receives many. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, for you, it would be reception. <laughs> yeah, I'd like it. For I'm you, it would be giveth. I think it depends on the person. There have been times where I've wanted the person, like I've wanted the eye contact, and then there have been other relationships I've been in where it's like, let me put my hoodie up. Don't look at me when I'm doing this. What the fuck are you? Man, put the 
blanket over my head while you're watching me so much. Like, do you want to know it, how I'm doing this? Make you do it? Does it make you uncomfortable? It depends on the person, like I said. Yeah, I like to watch. I think it depends on the person. There have been times, like I said, where I've liked to be watched. Like, it's a turn on. Yeah. And then there are other times I'm like, don't fucking look at me. I, yeah. I don't want you to look at me. Now look at me. I'm a... Put that little ponytail. Yeah, I want to see it all. Yeah, I think it depends on the, the person. <laughs> I, and, and maybe that's it. It depends on the person yeah. that the people that are involved time, in the blowjob. Yeah, every know? time it's going down. I've so from to see the people involved in the blowjob. <laughs> yeah. So so like seriously. So like, like from your perspective, might, do you want do you I, want your girl to be staring you down while your head's in between her legs? Do you yeah. want her to be watching you? Your head honestly, I really I really would. Yeah. I'm indifferent. I could care less because you know, like honestly, if that's the case, I'm I'm busy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm busy. Might, well, then, I might then take a how do you how do you expect us to make eye contact? Like, oh! Well, well, no, yeah. that's a you know I I don't I know. Do one of these moments, like, uh, I'm looking at you, like, yeah, I'm looking at you. You know what's funny? Do what you do? What I find funny is the when I do when I am looking, and then like you didn't know I was looking, and then you catch me looking, so now you slightly like. Uncomfortable <laughs> as if you as if you not hold my dick, but like you know, it's like I mean, we can't get any more comfortable. It gets a little awkward, like wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, uh, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I forgot that you knew I was down here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a surprise. Yeah, yeah no. I find I find that dynamic real funny. Almost, almost to the point where I I, I think that. I, I like that dynamic a little bit, like that awkwardness. Like you yeah. didn't see that coming, did you? That I was just gonna stare at you right now. I think from the giver's perspective, I would much rather look up and have your eyes rolled into the back of your head, so I know I'm doing my job correctly. But you know, yeah, I wonder. That's why I wondered that. Like, if if I am looking at you, like, do you feel like you're not doing a good enough job, or like, you know, like what's the vibe? Well, then it all, it all depends because you can always give, you know, encouraging feedback. Like, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Like yeah, that. I mean, yeah. yeah. You know, well, I mean, obviously. Like I said. I'm, and I I'm, would I would have to say 100% Harv just nailed it on the head. In the times where I didn't want to be looked at, it was times when I felt as though the receiver may not have been as into it as right. I was. Ah. So don't fucking look at me. Like, like you're making me feel like I'm not doing what I'm doing right because I'm not getting a reaction from you. Mm-hmm. And then there are other times when you're into it and they're yeah. I'm all in. Yeah. That's right. I'm like, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah just, just a little deeper. A little, That's right. Let me go a little, a little. Oh, yeah. Right there. Right no, there. I, I'm going to look at you now. Exactly. You, know what I mean? you got you got me wanting to look I'm at you. I'm a very audible person, so I'm you know, <laughs> very audible. Yeah. That's right. I wanted to be known. <laughs> I like auto commentary. Exactly. I'm glad that you, listen, your I'm tongue glad to the left. <laughs> I'm glad you're here with me at this Can point. you lift your leg up to me, please? Exactly. Yo, yeah, what? Wait a minute. See, you. He just kept agreeing. I said, whoa. <laughs> I had to pull that last one back. Like, wait. He like, pause. This is about to go Kanye. I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. I like that finger play. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah what's your take on that? Do you, have you ever had, given the finger play during the, during the blowjob? No. Would you? I would. If the guy was, if, let's say the guy I, was into it. No, if I would think if the guy is into that, I'm thinking that you're into guys. Yeah, that's a good I'm, I'm sorry, but. Right. Now, I have, however, heard and have. <laughs> Now. Why are we talking about this? Um, Why not talk about it? The, the pocket rocket, the bullet, like yep. that really does wonders if you like just tuck it underneath a man's balls when you're giving him a blowjob. Hmm. That little hum. You know, I I, I don't I, know because I'm I'm I can't do that. I, I I can't really speak on it. I'm not really my balls are cool, but you know my 
I'm not. I don't really. I don't need my balls to be in the game. You know what, it's your kinda, balls aren't really in the game. They're kind of hanging low. Well, it's yeah, more but, or less at the base of your shaft, kind of more where your taint is. Oh well, that's a different so story. It's almost that's different. Yeah, but if somebody said like, "Can you stick your finger in my ass?" I think I would totally stop what I was doing and back up and be like, "Let's talk about this." Because you know, again, I think if a guy likes a finger in his ass, it's a little. I mean, like, dude. It's funny. Maybe, maybe we should talk it's, about this. Do you want me to bring my boy I over? Find, I find it, you know, this is like, you know, we end up with the finger in the ass all the time. But I do, the irony is coming full circle. It's funny how this is also based on perception. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is based 100%. on perception. You, you understand what I mean? Everything. Like, like clearly her definition of what manly is, right. is not a finger in your ass. Right. I mean, like, you feel what I'm saying? Do you think it's manly to have a finger in your ass? I'm gonna say no for it doesn't work for me, but I'm not gonna frown upon someone wanting a finger in the ass. I'm like just if saying they, if, if that, a guy said it to me, I, and I would just have to sit back and be like, let's talk about this because I'm a little concerned. You know yeah. what I mean? That's an exit only hole. And if be, you want my finger in, you putting your finger in my ass, understand where you might want to be going. But yeah. me putting my finger in your ass, where is this going to go? Yeah. At the much. end of the line, <laughs> like where is it going to go? Are you oh, gonna you like want, it? You know where it? Are you gonna like it so much that you're gonna like you know? You mind if I just talking to my friend Paul when he comes over? <laughs> <laughs> I just need to know before we get started. See, I think sometimes it goes a little too far. You know, when yeah. you start putting vibrators underneath your taint and balls and all. You know what? All right, hey, so here's here here's here's my vibe. That. My vibe is this: low jobs are good enough. In I'm terms, of, in terms of my, in terms of like how far I'm willing to go sexually. My whole thing is like if I'm I'm trying to pleasure my partner just generally speaking so I'm willing to try some new shit but it's kind of like you know if I'm uncomfortable I would just let you know I'm uncomfortable and vice versa. Right, that's like, why we should you, sit back you, you and let them discuss. But I'm not going to but I'm not going to judge you on it. I mean hell if you said you wanted to stick your finger in my ass, I'm gonna sit back. Let's have a discussion about this. Do you want this to go further than your finger in my ass? Or are you trying to stick your dick in my ass? Let's talk about this. I need to be prepared for everything that's gonna happen. That's true. That's a good point. And not time that is like the warning shot. I mean, I think one of my favorite quotes on earth is um I'm that's never that's... gonna get it correct, but a man who can talk casually in jest but can't talk about sex isn't worth having a conversation with. Like, seriously. Yeah. Like, if we're going to be intimate together, that's the most raw emotion that we can be with somebody. You got to be comfortable in that situation. So you should be able to stop and say, hmm, where's it going to go from here? Very interesting. Well, on that note. Not like, let me just do it because you want it. <laughs> Let's go ahead and wrap this up. It's been a very interesting on, on podcast. On that note, you have Vaseline on your table. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. We definitely have Vaseline on the table. What's wrong with keeping, you know, yeah. keeping yourself we, moisturized? We, we're, we're black. Yeah. Black people keep Vaseline and within reach. Get ashy. So yeah, you, you never know. Yeah. yeah, but anyway. Yeah, real. Um, wait, wait, before you were you gonna say something else? I, I I was, but you know we'll we'll say that for another time. Okay. We'll say that for another time. We don't want to go too too far. Plus, you know we've reached. I try to keep the podcast within an hour because I appreciate the listeners listening. Aww. So, with that being said, going to I'm gonna sign off. T Dizzle. It's your man T Fitch, for Harv. For uh, Miss T over here. T-Dub. <laughs> <laughs> we out. Appreciate y'all joining us. Peace. Okay.